everybody. This is episode three of the Left Circle podcast. I'm so excited because joining me is my wonderful husband, Pastor Ronnie. How are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. You. Okay, so you know me. Uh, I really enjoy the word. So we're going to be we, we, we're literally tag teaming here today. So I'm going to be asking you a few questions and I think he's, you're going to be educating us a little bit right i'll do my best <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway so yeah so welcome to episode three of the love circle podcast we've got an eight series um eight part series um so we will be concluding very soon but we've been talking about um well literally in the last two episodes i've been talking about our new nature mm-hmm. now that we are saved who we are how we function and in episode two, I touched on a few things on how we function now in Christ. Mm-hmm. So today I want to talk a little bit more and expand a little bit more um, about that. And I really want to focus on the work of the Holy Spirit in us. Amen. Yeah. So once you are saved, you have received the Spirit of God and He comes to live in you. Um, I love this because, you know, the, the Bible tells us that Christ comes to live in us. Amen. That now we have the, the, the Lord Jesus himself. He lives in the inside of us. That's but right. Jesus actually is in heaven, isn't he? That's right. Yeah. Mm. And who we the have. The person of Jesus, yes. He's in heaven. That's right. And who we now have is the Holy Spirit living in the inside of us. He's the one who brings us the presence of God. Amen. He is the presence of God in living in the inside of us. Mm. Okay, so the scripture that um, that you know the, I ca- I've come up with today for us is Job thirty-two verse eight, mm-hmm. and it reads, "But there is a spirit in man, mm-hmm. and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth understanding." Now I love the scripture. Now the word inspiration inspiration there is the Hebrew word neshama, the Hebrew word neshama, and it just means wind or breath. So when we look at that um, scripture, we can read it like, but there's a spirit in man and the wind or breath of the almighty giveth Mm. them understanding. Mm. I think that's really profound when you look at it because you're looking now at the Holy Spirit Mm. living in the inside of us. And then he is the one who gives us understanding. In fact, in, um, in, in Luke 24, uh, the Lord Jesus, when he uh, when he was resurrected, speaking to his disciples uh, before his ascension, the Bible says he he breathed on them and said, "Receive ye the Holy Ghost." Now, when he did that, it was to impart understanding, to give to give them the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Mm. You know, so that's that's pretty powerful. That's amazing. Now, the power of the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit in, the, in, in, in our lives once we are saved, that's what I really want to get into. Now that we know that the Holy Spirit is the one who gives us understanding, I love the book of John where, it, um, where, it, where, where, God himself, where Jesus himself did, um, starts to teach us mm-hmm. about what the Holy Spirit yes. does in our lives. Amen. And one of the things, we'll maybe touch the first thing, one of the things that the Holy Spirit does is He is our guide. Amen. He leads us. In now that we are saved, you're not trying to, you know, navigate your Christian walk by yourself, trying to understand what the Word of God by yourself. We have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now the Holy Spirit is the one who teaches you. Mm-hmm. 
he teaches you from what the what God himself gives him he the Bible says that he doesn't teach you anything of himself but everything that God gives him mm-hmm. and the word of God that's how it's that's why it's so easy to understand the word of God right Amen. because you have the Holy Spirit who leads you and into understanding what the word actually says Amen. he teaches us Amen. he guides us he brings us understanding Bless the Bible you. actually says in uh, Isaiah 11 mm. that he is the spirit of understanding amen he's the spirit of understanding that's powerful what what do you think that's so powerful because um you know we've learned that he's the wonderful counselor which means the extraordinary strategist in other words uh, we are equipped now with a wisdom and an understanding that is beyond this uh this worldly realm that we live in he literally gives us the advantage in life well, when right. it comes to strategies, when it comes to understanding. In fact, the scripture even says that you have received an unction. The unction you have received, you, you don't need that any man should teach you. Yeah. But the same unction, the same unction of the Holy Spirit that you have received teaches you all things. So if you can imagine, we have a Bible teacher, not just a Bible teacher, he's not just teaching us theology but he teaches us about the issues of life he says you have no need that any man should teach you mm-hmm. but the spirit himself will guide you amen that's right so that's powerful. he is our guide he is our teacher so you can never be lost in mm-hmm. your walk with god because you already have some you already have someone who's taking you by the hand mm-hmm. and leading you step by step amen. so there are certain things so once you get born again it's not like you already know everything what that the bible that god wants us to do mm-hmm. or you know what's permissible for us mm-hmm. as christians uh, or as children of god to walk in that's when the that's when the holy spirit becomes so important and so vital because Amen. now he begins to lead you mm-hmm. in your walk with god so sometimes you might make mistakes not because you want to make that mistake maybe you haven't been educated in a certain area mm-hmm. when it comes to the word of god that's but right. then that's when the holy spirit begins to show you mm-hmm. and teach you and that's lead right. you into into the things that you're actually supposed to do Amen. as a as a child of god i think that's really important so maybe you're you're there and you're thinking you know what uh sometimes i get confused i don't know what to do about my christian walk sometimes i it seems like i'm out of line when it comes to mm-hmm. what the bible teaches or anything mm-hmm. like that that's when you just can say you know what holy spirit help mm-hmm. me i need to understand this teach me show me mm-hmm. from the scriptures what the word says about A, B, or C. Amen. I think it's that's so important because many of God's children don't know that he is there for, for that particular purpose. Yeah. And fellowship with him is so key and so important because this is how you get to know his mind. That's right. You know, the Bible says no man knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Yeah. So if you're going to know the things of God, uh, how, what his expectations are, his strategies for your life, his will for your life, that means you have to fellowship with his spirit. That's right. And then you begin to get an understanding and a revelation of what God wants for you, of where you are and where he's about to take you. So that's so key to know that he's there for that very purpose and he's available to you. That's right. And I'm excited that you actually started talking about that because... When you go through the Bible, it, uh, there's, a, there's a passage of scripture, and we're going to read it in a bit. There's a passage of scripture that teaches us, that tells us, 
-hmm. that it is the Spirit of God who tells, who shows us mm -hmm. the things that have been freely given to us. Amen. And I think that's really important because if you don't know and understand the things that God has already done for us, mm -hmm. God has already given to us, mm -hmm. and He's already done for us, mm -hmm. without, without the help of the Holy Spirit, you would never know it. Mm -hmm. But it's important for us to know because it means you're able to walk in your Christian walk you're able to walk undefeated. Amen. And you're able to know the things that God has already done for you. So you don't have to beg God for certain things mm -hmm. or for anything, really. You don't have to beg him for anything Amen. because you would know that he's already done it for you. Amen. So, And I think that's really profound. You should know and understand these things. And we're going to read um, the passage of scripture where you find this. Um, hallelujah. I love this. I really... I really enjoy I really enjoy going through the word, you know. Well, so you it's, are, well, yeah. it's first Corinthians. First mm -hmm. Corinthians two. Yeah. Um and I'll read it from uh verse six and it says, How be it we speak wisdom among men that are perfect, yet mm -hmm. not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to naught. Mm -hmm. Verse 7, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, mm -hmm. even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Then verse 9 is where I want you to pay attention to, but as it is written, mm -hmm. I has not seen, mm -hmm. nor ear heard, Neither have entered into the heart of man Amen. the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Mm -hmm. Verse 10. But God has revealed them to us mm -hmm. by his spirit. Oh, Holy Hallelujah. Spirit. Glory for be the to spirit God. searches all things. Amen. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him. Mm -hmm. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, mm -hmm. but the spirit of God. Amen. And verse 4 says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, mm -hmm. but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us Amen. of God. That's powerful. That's amazing. That's powerful. That's amazing. So that, that, that particular passage is so profound because it also points us to the fact that it's not enough to have a theological understanding of Scripture, but it tells us that the things of God are spiritually discerned. Mm -hmm. That means you, you got to have, just beyond the human understanding, it's got to come to you as a revelation. And that revelation is imparted by God's Spirit. Yeah. He's the one that teaches and, and imparts that revelation, and that, that's so profound, the things that are freely given to us of God. That's wonderful to know. So now you're probably thinking, you know, Am I healed? This is how you get to understand these things. Amen. Because the Holy Spirit now is the one who's beginning to tell you that you already have all these things. God already wrote all these things for you when he, Jesus already, when he was nailed on the cross. Amen. So you begin to understand the things that he's already given us. He's given us divine help. Amen. So now we live and move and have our being in divine health. Amen. Why? Because now we understand it because the Holy Spirit is beginning to teach you and to show you mm -hmm. how you acquired this divine health. Mm -hmm. We have prosperity. Amen. And we are able to know this because the Holy Spirit begins to show us how we walk in that prosperity Amen. and how we have received that prosperity. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that you can even think of how Amen. we have peace. That's right. We don't ha you don't have to be you know worrying about anything or have anxiety 
or be in depression because now we have peace, we have joy. And all these things, you get to understand them when you begin to, when you allow the Holy Spirit to teach mm. you and to show you Amen. in the Word of God what God has already given you know, us and done for us. Somebody might be wondering right now, so how do I, how does He show me? <laughs> mm. You know, how, how do I get there? It's quite simple. It's by acknowledging Him. Acknowledge Him. You have to acknowledge Him. You can't ignore him ex and expect to <laughs> to get anything from him because it's through that fellowship. When you read your Bible, when you sit down to meditate on Scripture, he's the one that sits with you. So you invite him. You ask him questions. Yeah. He shows you things. He imparts wisdom. You ask him to show you deeper things, and he does that as you speak to him. He's here for our fellowship. He you is know, our friend. We, 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 we pray to the Father in the name of Jesus with the Holy Ghost helping us. So That's we're not right. praying to him, but we fellowship with him. So he's, a, he's the one who goes with us. That's right. He's our standby. That's Amen. right. So, we, so we're touching a little bit about what the Holy Spirit, you know, does in your life. And that's just what we're going to talk about today. But he is our friend. Amen. He wants so much to, to fellowship with you. He wants to spend time with you. He desperately wants to spend time with us. Amen. That's all he ever wants. Because at the end of the day, that's how our relationship mm -hmm. with God is is cultivated mm. and that's how we maintain it he desperately wants to hear your voice he Amen. wants to know you he wants to he wants to know what makes you you know what makes you laugh mm -hmm. and he wants you to know what makes him laugh that's right he wants to know everything Amen. every intricate detail about your life he already knows it mm. but he wants you to tell him he wants he wants to tell you his secrets it's it's the it's the fellowship it's the fellowship it's the, it's the Koinonia in the Greek. <laughs> That's right. So the coming together, the mingling together, the, the being one with him. That's right. Uh, that we will benefit from the most. That's right. You know, John put it this way, he said, that which we have handled mm. in First John chapter number one of, of the word of life. He says, we have handled, you know, we've become intimate with yeah. this. He says, that fellowship we are writing so that you may also have that fellowship. So that takes your faith and your walk with him beyond the pages of the book. That's right. But it becomes real to you. That's right. You know, I, I, I remember when I first got born again, you know, and I used to swear a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, not a lot, a lot, but, you know, I, I did here and there. But do you know what made me stop? I, I stopped because I realized that if when I whenever I used that kind of language, it grieved somebody I cared about, mm -hmm. because I now had fellowship with him. So I didn't want to do, and it was not because it was a commandment not to do it, but I cared enough to not want to grieve him. Yeah. The scripture says, "Grieve not the spirit." That's right. Don't hurt him. So I didn't want to hurt somebody that was dear to me. That's so right. I stopped. It became so easy to stop because I, I was weary that I don't want to hurt somebody that I love this that's much. That's right. You know, that's funny actually now that, you, that you're saying that because a few days ago, I actually was thinking about the very same thing mm -hmm. because I was thinking about how when I got saved, mm -hmm. the day I received the Lord, I actually told, I told myself no more swearing. Oh. And I remember because... Every time I would swear, even before I got saved, I could I I could tell this is not me. This should not be me. Mm. So the minute I got saved, I remember the very first thing I said to myself was, 
I'm not going to swear anymore because I felt so uncomfortable doing it. Mm-hmm. And even trying it after I got saved, I was thinking to myself, no, this is not me. I can't keep doing this. So I stopped it and mm-hmm. I said, you know what? Holy Spirit, this is you. I, I wouldn't have stopped it by myself, but mm-hmm. this is definitely you. So I was thinking Amen. about it a, a few days ago. But it's amazing. So yeah, so we're going we're gonna to stop right here and then take it a little bit further and talk mm-hmm. more about the Holy Spirit. But I really want you to, I wanted you to understand you know, who the Holy Spirit is in our lives. Now that you are saved, you're, you're this new creation and you're starting to unravel and uncover and discover all these wonderful things that has that have taken place in your life. Mm-hmm. Now that you're a new creation, you mm-hmm. have accepted the Lord as your personal savior. Now you might be sitting there at home and you're thinking, or you're listening to this in the car or wherever you are, and you're thinking, you know, so how do I get... To fellowship with the Holy Spirit, how do I? What's the first thing I need to do? You know, do I just say, "Hey, Holy Spirit, uh, talk to me," or whatever? What do? You, what, what's the first thing that you need to do? How do you get to fellowship with the Holy Spirit? Talk to him. I think exactly what you just said. You speak to him. You acknowledge him. Good morning, Holy Spirit. When you wake up in the morning, if somebody's with you, it would be rude to not say good morning. <laughs> Amen. So you acknowledge him, you walk with him, you talk with him, and uh, your walk becomes deeper. When you study, who do you study with? He's your, he's your partner. He's there to teach you, to show you things in Scripture. And then situations come. You know, everybody sometimes when uh, trouble comes knocking, uh, you're on the phone to your friend for two hours pouring your heart out. Why don't you pour your heart out to him? He's there with you. That's He's right. right there for you. All right. So you, that's how you that's how you get started. I like asking the Holy Spirit, how are you feeling today? You know, what do you want us to do today? You know, I, I always feel like, you know, I have to I he's my friend. He's my friend. He's my companion. And more so I would love to ask him how he's feeling, you know, today or what he wants to do today because I'm assuming that you would also want your friend to ask you the same thing and you know, so yeah, that's where I start from. When I wake up in the morning, Holy Spirit, it's a new day today. What are we Amen. doing? What do you want us to do? Glory. You know. But anyway, we've come to the end of episode three. I'm so excited that you've joined me uh, and you participated in everything that we've been talking about today. So um, I can't wait to meet you next week. But before we do, I just want to give an opportunity to somebody who doesn't know the Lord to pray with us. Receive the Lord is the greatest, greatest decision you you can ever make in your entire life. So pray with us and receive the Lord. And once you've done that, just send us a quick message to say, hey, I've received the Lord. I'm a new creation. Tell me what's the next step. And we can, we, we're, so, we're so ready to help. Amen. 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 So let's just pray. Dear Lord. Thank you, Father. I thank you. I, I, I thank you for your love and your mercy. I acknowledge that you are the son of God. Amen. I acknowledge that you died on the cross for me. Now I receive that life that you died for. I receive it right now in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge I'm a new creation. I acknowledge that you are the Lord of my life. I receive it and I am and with joy and with gladness. I thank you for saving me. And I and now I am a child of God. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you for loving me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
Sis, if you just pray that prayer, you are a new creation. You welcome to the family of God. So I can't wait to hear from you. Send me a message on the website. That's www.thelightcitychurch.org. Send me a message. Let me know what has happened. And we'll discuss a little bit further after that. But until then, until episode four, see you then. Bye-bye. Bye.